Vital's Bee Practice podcast is proudly sponsored by Maxis, BergTech, and Industry 9. As most of you know, tires play a huge part in deciding if you make it down a section of trail and control or end up bonsaiing to the bottom on your head. Tires are not the place to cut corners, and Maxxis offers a massive range of models to meet the needs of any rider. They've built their name through racing at the highest levels of the sport, and you can visit your local shop or favorite online retailer to get the same tread patterns and compounds used by the fastest racers in the world. And if it were up to me, you can't go wrong with an ass guy up front and a DHR2 in the rear. Make sure to head to maxis.com for more. With a tagline labor of love, BergTech isn't shy about the countless hours they've invested in developing components that they feel offer riders a true technical advantage. Based in the UK and born out of a passion for mountain biking and racing, BergTech produces a ton of trick parts, from bars, stems and grips, to anodized axles, shock hardware and saddles. The cockpit of choice for the Santa Cruz Syndicate and many other riders, make sure to check out BergTech the next time you want to give your bike some deserving love tested machine anodized and hand-built by fellow mountain bikers in Asheville, North Carolina, Industry 9 wheels and hubs have become synonymous with quality and durability. I don't know if there is a noise as iconic as the buzz of an Industry 9 hub. They offer wheels for every budget and riding discipline, from dirt jumping to gravel riding or e-biking, plus you can get crazy with customized hub and individual spoke colors. So if you've been dying to build that Rasa-themed bike or some sweet rainbow wheels, Industry 9 has got you covered. Make sure to head to Industry9.com to learn more. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vital MTB's Be Practice Podcast, presented by Maxis, Industry 9, and BergTech. I'm Jason Schroeder, as always, joined by Tanner Stevens, Dak Norton. How are you guys? Good. Good. We're great. Ain't that right, Dak? Yo, we're here. We're live. We're doing it big. We're doing it brand new. As the SoCal <laughs> Speed Team would say, we're all here. We're in your earpods. AirPods, we're coming in. We're coming up your speakers, live and direct. <laughs> coming into your living room via your TV <laughs> or your you know, car. I, we're here. I was thinking about trying to find a way to have like like the Rocky movie anthem <laughs> song play when we first came on or something. Something to just signify you getting on the podium. But I didn't do that, I'll, but. A near near American dominance in France. <laughs> true. Point seven off the win. How's that feel? We didn't we didn't prepare for the sun to come out. Unfortunately, <laughs> man, that's actually one of my first notes I had about your run was all that. But first, I think I just want to say I'm 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 so stoked for you. It's so rad to see you have been racing for quite a few years now like what maybe your eighth season or so yeah been, something like that seven or eight yeah i think it's eight now yeah wild it's been, and, it's been a while dude and like i'm a veteran dude you are a veteran <laughs> it's that's eligible nice. for the vet class yeah it's true and uh it's cool for me to think back meeting you at your first world cup by chance and thinking then the way you talked you were super confident that one day like racing professionally was your thing and at the time all of us we were all in the same boat and i'm like yeah man for sure like that would be cool right <laughs> but at the same time like i'm just happy to be here in the mix and it's wild seeing that that headspace you've stuck with it and you know it's not your first podium it's your best result so far and i think aaron's at a best on the broadcast because he was hyping you up which was really cool to hear mm -hmm. and 
him just making the points that or the the making it clear that you should have had wins by now which is so true like we talk after every race so many races it's like oh what could have been and that's hard to go through so it's sick uh you know you had a classic dak run as well shit wasn't that clean but you fucking did it (laughs) dude it was not clean that was one of the dirtiest oh. runs I've had in so long. I was all <laughs> over the place. I was just, yeah, it was, dude, it was sloppy, honestly. Sloppy, sloppy run. It but, looked uh, it, that's because I was, yeah, I was on the limit and over it some. <laughs> Spent some time on the other side of the limit, which is not <laughs> a place I'm used to. So, uh, dude, it was cool. It's It's quite interesting for me, like, in terms of, you know, like podiums results, like I've had some pretty crazy fast splits and I've also Mm -hmm. had some things go wrong that just seemed like I got the bike kicked out from under me and I didn't do anything wrong. So to like have one of those runs, like you normally watch my runs and they're pretty tidy, pretty clean. Mm -hmm. I, I, Mm -hmm. I don't really get like out of control or loose. And I definitely had some moments where I felt like I was racing like the rest of the dudes, like, and it was just kind of cool to like be in a good headspace, headspace to like let that happen, and uh, be okay with you know whatever, and just just get after it. Yeah, I think yeah, Aaron said it great on the broadcast of they were talking about just you know make some mistakes and move on, and it seemed like you did that really well, and like you were making little mistakes, but also going really fast, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they seemed to- yeah. Like the mistakes weren't like adding up to negative time. Yeah, which is wild because I did definitely lose a lot of time in some of those mistakes. Like I threw away probably 1.5 seconds on the one, probably mm-hmm. at least a second. Like, um, so would like was so tidy, but overall, dude, it feels so sick to like get second and almost win a world cup. Like, cause I've, I've def- definitely had like splits that were the fastest in the world and then been on my head. Um, so <laughs> yeah, uh, you win cool, some, you dude. lose some, you win some, you lose some, dude. Not I, I honestly, like sitting there on the podium, I was like, I knew my run was pretty good. And Remy was like, dude, that's a really good time. And then dude started coming back two seconds back. And I figured because I qualified 13th and then some protected riders got shuffled up. So start list got moved around and I had like maybe 20 riders to go. And it was like, oh, well, maybe I can get a top 10. That'd be cool. And then I started thinking like, oh, maybe I could like get a podium. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't even want to think about it. I, like, I don't even want to put that in my head because I don't want to like. And, yes. th- and that like, and then it was like, wow, could I like win this race? Mm-hmm. Um, which is a crazy thought overall. Not because I don't think that I can do it or I, or I am fast enough or I definitely believe I can win a world cup fully believe that. But you know, it was like, I didn't think that run would get me where it got me, but I knew I was riding super well. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Did it, uh, give you some like validation of like what your process and like, cause you guys have made changes, so many changes on the bike and just like kind of team Mm -hmm. structures and stuff. And, like yeah, not dude. having Aaron racing and I your mean, headspace around racing. Sounds like you've made a lot of, you know, you've been like working on the bike, but also working on yourself between the races a lot more this year. 
Yeah, for sure. I I think both a the bike, like I've definitely went outside of the norm from a suspension setup aspect, um, and and, and away from what a lot of dudes do. Um, and yeah, I like get a little bit of flack for that, like, but I believe in it, and I believe my my shit works well. Um, I hundred percent believe stink. what I'm. No, I believe the shit's working, for lack of a better term. <laughs> but and and like you know, I run high bars. My I went to mm-hmm. a longer frame. Um, that definitely gave me a lot of stability, and it was something that I was so overlooked for so long. Um, and we've been working on, you know, suspension, rebound, like the whole deal, um, tires, wheels, like everything, bike fit. Like I said, all that stuff, and then just working on myself, man, like trying to be okay for a lack of a better term, like racing world cups is like very, very difficult. And it's like, you think like I, I, the best way I can like put it is it's like growing up, like, and trying to like be an adult. And you're like, every, it seems like every time you turn around, like you're pretty much getting kicked between the legs. Like, dang man. Like I just spent like, 600 bucks on this and <laughs> i just dropped it and broke it and it's like every time you turn around like you know what i mean like a dolphin you're like oh damn new car and then like somebody smokes it in the parking lot and you're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why you know it's like the music about this stuff you know and it's that's racing world cups dude it's like oh yeah we're, we're doing good we're doing good we're doing good and then you're upside down. You're like, what? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Just when you think you get it all figured out, life has a different, a different, uh, a turn. So just working on like being okay with myself and like fear of, I know I've talked about it a ton is like fear of, of not performing fear of, um, failure for lack of better mm-hmm. terms, whatever your definition yep. of failure is, but working on just being okay with, as Aaron would say, your best effort, like being content with that, but also like also calling yourself out if you don't give your best effort. Like, man, I'm I'm just not happy like leaving a lot in the tank or feeling like I could have done better and and being okay with like knowing what I want. Like I'm working with my mental coach and it's like knowing what you want, um, you know, being wanting that, being okay. But also, like, if it does completely go haywire, it's like it's all good. Like, because mm-hmm. to because to get what you truly want, you have to be okay with it going a hundred percent the opposite way and walking mm-hmm. away going, I who was looking for what I wanted the most and gave it my best effort for that. And and we've been working on that, but also just like being being okay with myself and and having things be consistent enough that I can have consistent results. Um, growing up, man, as just as much of it is about like growing up and being a better bike racer. It's also like being a better person and, and being, you know, more dialed in on, on every level as, as a human being. So, um, just, yeah, trying to, trying to give my best effort. It's showing, definitely showing. (laughs) I mean, I think, I think you see that in how your weekend went between qualifying semifinals and finals. Like you didn't have a great qualifier, your semifinals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later down, put the leathers on, dragged in the And then, yeah. you know, your semifinals were 13th, which isn't bad, but then to follow that up with the second place and 
give a shout out. You had some pretty quick uh, top splits. It's a new thing for you. But all, yeah. all, of, all of those things, I think, prove that maturity and growth. Mm-hmm. Because you can look past it and just like your run, have those little mistakes, but be focused on the end goal or the complete run and, and put your energy towards that instead of getting flustered from different mm-hmm. things not going exactly the way you want. Yeah, for sure. It's just like, like I, I'm usually pretty good at making mistake and like moving past it. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like it does get frustrating, but it's yeah. just like, if, if you can make a mistake, if you're charging and it's all good, like yeah, everyone's going to make mistakes to ride that speed. So, and just mm-hmm. being all right with mistakes happening. And if it's me throwing a mm-hmm. race run away, dude, 10th place isn't going to do like, yeah, I can ride around and, if, like I really feel that I can ride consistent runs five out of five times and be in the top fifteen. Like mm-hmm. that's my semifinal pace. I can do it pretty easy. But like to break from seventh, eighth, ninth, you know, or sixth to get on that mm-hmm. podium these days, that shit don't fly. You got to go for it. So just trying to be, because <laughs> it's like I can get ninth, get seventh. It's mm-hmm. just like to put eighth, tenth. But it's just like to get on the box and get what you truly want, man, you have to lay it out there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think it's hard for a lot of people to comprehend how little that difference is, but how big the gap is like mentally and like physically mm-hmm. and like everything has to come together to make up that one or two seconds. And that's like one, 1,000, two, 1,000. That's the difference between like ninth and fifth. Mm-hmm. But everything has to come together for that little amount of time to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's just turning the broadcast on for Elite Men. And I don't, I actually don't know how they do the start list now, but first person out of the <laughs> gate, if I could, somebody could have showed me that run and be like, oh, look, here's fifth place run. And I've been like, dang, homie's on it, you know? Like, yeah. everybody mm-hmm. looks so pinned. I can't even. It just makes yeah, it makes me realize when you look at results and you scroll through and you're like, oh, Troy Brosnan in nineteenth, but then you really think about it and you're like, Troy had a, probably a really insane run, especially compared to just normal riding, normal riders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's uh, but yeah, those those little those little tiny differences or confidence or setup or whatever it is truly starts to add up, but it's all behind the scenes. You don't. You know, you might see it on the screen in a race run, but it is so hard to tell that small of differences in time on the track, usually. Dude, to hit a corner so hard, you can barely hold yourself up, and your fork metal on metal bottoms, you're, and you feel like you're like doing your max bench press, and, and then balancing through a rut and holes and metal on metal in your fork, and like, mm-hmm. dude, that is yeah. like, a lot of people don't understand that, like, Hit, yeah, hit something that literally hit something that hard. Mm-hmm. Well, and then to pull into that corner and not touch your brakes and understand that like your bike and your setup's gonna work mm-hmm. and your body's yeah. gonna hold up. Like, yeah, say, all right, here we go. We're leaning in. We're hooking the run. <laughs> like and- sometimes, dude, it's literally just like you're writing a check. You don't know if it's gonna cash, and you're just <laughs> trying to believe that it's going to. <laughs> 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 it looked like a lot of that this weekend with how yeah. variable the conditions were, especially come come race runs. Like some sections looked 
so good and so tacky. And then other bits, you would see somebody riding and out of nowhere, their bike goes sideways. You're like, what did they hit? <laughs> Donkey Kong out there, like what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was wow. wild, dude. It was a good weekend. Like it was, it was good racing. Unfortunately, there's a lot of crashes, a lot of injuries, which is like a bummer to mm. to see for sure like you don't i don't want to oh whoa, i don't want to i don't want to see all these dudes like having huge stacks and like but it just mm. shows like how i think a lot of weekends it doesn't show how difficult it is to do what we do and mm-hmm. it and it, like i read the comments on on the weekend and it was like oh it's dangerous i should cancel this track or i'm like i've wrote a lot more gnarly stuff let me tell you it's just like this is actually what we do it's just there was some some things that the best riders in the world didn't account for like landing in a slip and slide (laughs) committed you know and it called dudes out like and that's that's racing downhill dude it's hard yeah yeah that's funny because we'll get into it with our Max's make or break section here in a bit. But a lot of people at the start of the weekend were shitting on the track just looking too simple or easy. And Spower kept texting me like, this track's not easy, is it? I'm like, no. A, it looks sick. Like, it looks like a dope racetrack. And B, it looks really hard. Like, yeah, really tough mm-hmm. to go fast on. And there's lines. There's a good variety. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, We talked about it at the end of our last yeah. podcast how yeah, sick yeah. the track looked mm-hmm. and just the keyboard warriors just go home give it up already like it's like you ain't out there i was looking at the like even on vital which i feel like most of the people on vital are pretty educated mm-hmm. i saw some comments from people and i'm like where did you come from like <laughs> what what like where is this like mm-hmm. there's no knowledge and you're just like all right this track looks like a trail bike trail and you're like yeah, you can ride anything. Like I can ride my gravel bike on most stuff, but am I gonna do it fast? No. Yeah. Like, World no, that's downhill the thing, is for like sure. insane. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, Roy Cunningham, he like he's the dude that is the track delegate, right? And I think so. Yeah, yeah, or whatever he's his title. Past is. junior world champ, like he's qualified, <laughs> and like yes. he's. I don't think he's gonna sign off on something that's like going to be a basic track no i don't especially loonville having held ews's in the past i'm sure they probably held french cups or maybe mm-hmm. something of the sort and no they did that's pilot. the thing well, they didn't ews uh, but they've never even had a, a local race on this track. oh that's cool mm-hmm. but the that dude the dude who built it he builds a lot of the french cup tracks right i don't know anything about that I, I did hear but, a name keep getting brought up that sounded like somebody who people were uh, referencing that he knew what he was doing with the track, mm-hmm. which I would agree. Um, yeah. But uh, what was the point I was going to make with that? Oh, like clearly that place has it in their best interest to make a dope track. And they definitely put in the effort to make sure that their track was sweet. Like in the whole trail bike thing, I'm like, bro, Trail bikes are so good these days. You should be able to ride a trail bike down pretty much any downhill track. Is that not yeah. what most people do anyways on their weekend ride is go ride trails. If they've been riding long enough, they probably were riding on a downhill bike at one point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the speeds you can go on a downhill bike, not to even mention the speeds that top World Cup athletes go, is a much different conversation. Yeah. 
and how rough the track gets with mm -hmm. the a bunch of people. 300 of the best riders in the world riding it totally. and burning it in. Yeah. Dude, there's factors. Breaking, there's most people don't even understand braking bumps. <laughs> like they just don't even like it doesn't doesn't yeah comprehend right they're like is that a whoop section i'm like no nope, those are breaking bumps brother yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> those are repetitive and, compressions and then when you have a bike that works as good as ours do that deletes them and looks like a baja <laughs> truck they don't get to see what their stuff would look like going down that <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah dude having the opportunity to go to a world cup is very eye-opening for mm -hmm. so many reasons between the track the speeds riders go the way tracks break down the mm -hmm. intensity of just being at one it's definitely worth going to if, if you're passionate about racing but don't have any concept of what it's like outside of watching a broadcast yeah it is not a local national race either like mm -hmm. it is so much more <laughs> mm -hmm. they're sweet dude i'm sure this weekend being in france there's a ton of people as well like that's yeah. a big factor and just the mm -hmm. noise all the way down the track yeah i mean i know people can people have been doing their listening and people can imagine it but yeah um pretty okay. cool dude you should check it out sometime be way cooler if you did <laughs> that's how i feel about trying to go watch one one of these days Shoot. yeah yeah we gotta make we'll we'll make that happen maybe next year this year's too late but maybe we'll get tanner and i at a north american one that'd be yeah. so much fun dude we gotta, gotta come up with some original content to generate to uh get Spomer to buy his plane tickets. <laughs> the problem yeah, is he's gonna want to go, which would be super fun. Guys, also, I, I, got, you know? I got a three-person tent. We can just go, we can camp on the side of the track. That is the B practice way. <laughs> or we'll yeah. sleep on the floor in somebody's hotel room. That's the other option. I, I think you guys should <laughs> sleep on the floor in my hotel room that would be really entertaining yes this, would be like be roll, this is full like role reversal when all that the is. state and jason's hotel rooms mm -hmm. remember that when Jason doesn't like, had a hotel room that was yeah. honestly thank you herve that's the best thing you've ever done for me is jason funding my hotel rooms for the season via jason uh, i definitely brought a lot of u.s racers around i would have never never and... raced for yeah. like 2016 and 17 if it wasn't for jason oh, dude, that was the best yeah. part of that job for me too because i got to pay it forward or sideways to friends <laughs> however you want to look at it yeah it was that that was a tight gig getting to go to races and a nice sprinter or go to a few world cups and have a hotel room that i'd have to pay for and then didn't matter if other people stayed in it was great <laughs> you should you should do that again that sounds like we have a great I know, time i know <laughs> What's our brainstorming? Spomer. We need. Get, we need... Spomer. <laughs> I know, dude. The problem is our World Cup coverage is so dialed with Lawler. We're gonna hit it from a different angle. This else. is from the. This is. I know. Totally from the spectators' point of view. Are we doing vlogs? We're, no, we're doing a World Cup from a spectators' point of view. Here's what we do: spectate it. You two come racing, and we vlog it. Dude, I've I thought about doing that actually with actually with you originally it came up with nico with his whole frameworks concept because i'm like it would just be neat to ride that bike which i still need to do at some point i was thinking about that with you i'm like maybe i maybe i do that this off season if there is like some last downhill south southeast or 
early season next year. I'll fly out. We'll hang out for a week, film a little video of me riding your bike and then trying to go racing. I don't want to race. A I World like, Cup. I you don't need to. I have no, no. business being there. Like straight mm -mm. up. I, mm -mm. no, mm. I can barely hold on for like a minute descent right now. But downhill southeast, maybe a wind that's still dangerous. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> I think it's time I finally drop down the cat one. That's really what's happening. I'm just waiting till I turn 30 and go to Vet Worlds. That's actually that'd be sick. That could be you next year. I know, right? Man, could have been me this rent. year, actually. My I could come days. wrench for you guys. Man, I'll be we're banging out some pretty good tires. ideas right now. Full, oh, wow. full reversal. They call That's this content cool. farming. <laughs> you should do that with old uh, old Juan Hall, maybe. Oh, because he's pretty big with the racing these days. Maybe that's Come a, a fun idea. But yeah, yeah, that would be very entertaining. But see, someone like you or Aaron. Actually, I don't know your wrenching abilities. They were never super impressive. But the, I think Aaron's pretty good at working on bikes. <laughs> You're probably Dana's better good. than you were from when I remember. <laughs> Oh. Tanner's good with a can of spray paint. I mean, I think we got everything we need. Me on the yeah. spanners, him on the spray paint. I got. I get you in the paint booth. We can be doing this big, <laughs> doing it live. Tanners. <laughs> a pre-run, you know, pre-race run, little repaint. Oh my god! Yeah, you don't wash your bike. You just put another coat on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Should be good. Let's uh, let's get into our industry night buzz report. Talk about things. That isn't Dakota getting on the podium. There's only one, two things to talk about this weekend. We got more schedule changes, or we had more schedule changes to kick off the week following Andorra that was like the inaugural schedule change of 2023. And maybe was it you, Tanner, or maybe I heard it somewhere else that like the issue with Andorra is all of a sudden it created a precedent that it was okay to change the schedule world cups yeah which had never happened before mm -hmm. it happened once before at Fort yeah. William. but okay. like they also did that for them the weather never came mm -hmm. and that was just a schedule change to avoid high winds i guess on mm -hmm. the uh on the gondola but now it's like oh we've done it once we can do it again and then we have people that aren't even able to race now because they were planning on showing up the morning of track walk and registration Mm -hmm. and then come to find out they have to be there a day earlier, but they're flying from the U.S., and they're getting in that day, and they won't get to the race the following day, so now they can't even go race. You're talking about, like, Bodie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I'm sure that yeah, happened that... to other people. For sure. I mean, well, for anyone who doesn't know, they, like, shifted everything up a day because of suspected weather, and so, yeah, like, track walk day turned into track walk and first day of practice, which – for someone like Bodie shafted him for his whole weekend plans. And mm -hmm. for anybody who like is like, why would you fly in so close to the race? Like USAC doesn't help you out when they give you petition spots. You're usually booking things last minute. So you're just limited on what you can do. It's really yeah. expensive to fly to Europe <laughs> to begin with. Like anybody who's planned a Europe trip for vacation, you do that shit like months in advance, right? Not yeah. weeks in advance. And then you factor in that you're, going to Loonville, which is not close to things, and you're trying to factor, like, limited options all on flights, the, rental all car. All of the other teams have booked yeah. all their accommodations. You're, like, scrapping yeah. accommodations at the highest price. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if mm -hmm. you're going to petition spot, 
you're probably not getting your racing paid for, so you're paying for it out of pocket, and you're for a 20 sure. year old kid. Like, yeah. There's a lot of things stacked up against you. I did that with Andorra one year, and it all worked mm -hmm. out fine. But I remember just the rush and expense of doing a European trip from the states like that. Um, yeah, and so you know he got really screwed by things getting shifted up a day because he already was getting in, kind of at the last moment to to do everything. And but then too, you know, riders like yourself, Dakota, you plan out your whole week with your fitness and where you're at and how you build through the week and track walk day is always that kind of warm up to the weekend. You're not on bike yet. Your mm -hmm. headspace is so much different. And then you have to shift to like, holy shit, I'm riding now. Like all well, of more the, than that. It's not even yeah. me. Like for the, for the B group, we have track walk from 10 and it usually takes two and a half hours to track walk. And the, the other group didn't get on until 11 o'clock, which might, it would have put them, on the hill till 1 30 and then had to go directly back up for practice at two o'clock and a lot mm -hmm. of riders had their bikes and all their gear at their accommodation 30 minutes away because if you're not mm -hmm. staying in the hotel at the bottom of the mm -hmm. hill you're driving back and forth so like like abby and anna literally had to run down the hill didn't even get the track walk had was already at the top of the hill Mm -hmm. down the hill I had to run down the hill get in their car drive go get their bikes go get their gear and then miss they're like part of their first practice session to get on the hill and ride. It's like, you can't be doing yeah. that. Well, and it seems like this. if the changes are for, they say it's for safety later in the week with suspected rain coming, that seems just as dangerous to put riders in a position where you're rushing. You maybe mm -hmm. don't know the track as well. Your first few laps, even if you take them like slow, like I've had races where for whatever reason, I don't track walk. And your first day of practice, A, it's for nothing because you need to walk it still. And then you yeah. get squirrely all over the place because, like, you're reacting in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It, uh, I think it just puts you in a more dangerous position if you don't get the time to track walk proper amount of time and yeah. you don't know what's coming. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the tracks, A, you're trying to memorize a track that's so gravity-fed you can't actually, like, like mm -hmm. a lot of those sections you have to ride and you're not stopping in the middle of them, but like, yeah. look at them, you know, and, and all, on top of that, then you're like, the track is changing so fast because it's getting so many wheels down it. Like uh, a U.S. national does not change the amount from the first day of practice to the end of the week that a world cup changes mm -hmm. in the first two hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially a fresher track. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's not awesome. So overall, I think that that was pretty lame. And then not only did the, the, so I'll run you through that. The, the reason, um, they went ahead and canceled the race. They changed the schedule ahead of time, which was like crappy and then ended up canceling the race because not from the junior, junior boys, but because of the junior girls couldn't get down the track. Um, some of them could, but a lot of them could not, and they were running into each other and getting caught in the catch nuts and then piling into each other. And I guess it was a pretty big mess. So they ended up making the right call, but because they can't just cancel the junior women's race that, so they had to cancel the entire day on the mountain, which is a bummer for like, if you're like a dude like Chris Hauser, who's like working on this consistency, just cruised it down and qualifying and he's ready to go race. And then at, they tell you after qualifying is already over that they're taking qualifying results. 
but didn't say, mm-hmm. hey, this could be your race run tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I heard, um, I don't know if, like, Todd or anyone got, like, the, like, kind of messages early on, but I heard, like, they were saying, like, hey, like, they were only sending out the schedule changes and that sort of stuff to, like, the team managers, and, like, they're like, hey, I kind of keep this on the hush-hush, like, don't really say anything yet, but, like, here's the schedule change. Like, this is the official thing, but don't say anything about it. Hmm. Yeah, I can't speak on that. I have no idea. But most of the time, I I don't even I get our like news through the, like the riders association group long before I get it from our team mm-hmm. manager. So it's yeah, it's and how the information is published is is not awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh that seems like the biggest frustration with the schedule change and then the junior racing getting canceled is the lack of communication from the powers that be that have, that make these choices and the teams and riders that have a stake in what happens, not being able to have a say or being like caught off guard by these decisions, you know, like it's not like there's some, okay, let's get all the team managers managers together and make a decision on what makes the most sense. It like mm-hmm. nobody, we don't know if it's for sure. They might say it's for safety for some of the junior women that couldn't make it down the hill. But at the same time, like, was it raining that morning? Like it was continuing to dry out, wasn't it? Like there was a chance the track was probably gonna get better. They could have postponed Mm -hmm. it and the sections that were, because I'm sure it was only a handful of sections they had issues with, you know, go through and either clean up the B line to make it more rideable or it just seems like canceling the race I could don't buy it's just for safety. Like it seems like with how much energy and money and time is put on those riders and teams and even the broadcasting being all set up, like you always run it. Like it, I've yeah. never heard of downhill. Downhill's always been rain or shine. That's mm-hmm. like we probably all have raced in the snow at some point, you know? Yeah. Like it's always been rain or shine. And if you can't make it down the hill, but somebody else can now you have something to work on it's not Mm -hmm. like because some people can't nobody can that's never been downhill racing you don't want to race don't start yeah exactly (laughs) yeah you don't have to do it Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) well that's the thing about a mud race it's like yeah like you're gonna crash or whatever you're already going slower than you would have been on a dry track Mm -hmm. the speeds are already slower so like the crashes aren't gonna be as hard usually you slide when you crash on a mud race yeah the crashes aren't as bad totally but like also it's kind of you have to find that balance like that's Mm -hmm. the art of it is like finding the balance of like slip and grip and who's gonna like what lines work and what lines don't and that's why some people are really good in the mud and others aren't and you have to learn that somewhere Mm -hmm. and by canceling the race your people are not going to learn that you're also like we said back to the precedence of like, oh, it's okay to cancel a race. Like, uh, now I don't have to be a good mud rider. I'm going to be going to summer destinations all year. Mm-hmm. Just going to, you know, head down to Queenstown, going to go do laps in New Zealand. Then I'll pop back north. And yeah, like what be, happens uh, the next time it rains? You know, <laughs> like is everybody just on edge? Yeah, sirens wailing. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yeah. Like, on to you the know, next venue. Dude, I don't, I mean, as somebody from SoCal where it rains like once every three years, every time I went to Europe, I definitely thought about not racing if it rained, but at the same time, that was my only opportunity 
mm-hmm. to log laps in those conditions. And so yeah. I just buckled up and got ready to like lay down on my side a bunch, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I wasn't hoping they would just cancel the race. Like, yeah, you didn't, uh, didn't bring mud tires for nothing. Like mm-hmm. there's a reason why the industry makes mud tires. Actually, I brought mud tires for nothing, a shitload of races. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when is the last time you've seen a full dirty Dan ran at a world cup? Man. Yeah, I even saw some some new wet screams. <laughs> I seen cut wet screams. I never sent a seen a full set of wet screams this weekend. I'm just saying I ain't yeah. seen a full set of mud spikes since Leger. Dog. Yeah. Leger. <laughs> How sick is it to see some mud spikes though? I want to see some They're the coolest mud thing spikes. Ever. And we were on our way to seeing it. And so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a bummer. It's it's I, I think they did from what Aaron said, they really did try to make their best, the best choice and the best decision. But at the same time, I think we can all agree that maybe there could have been more low line catches in the track if it was really a risk mm-hmm. of of being that bad. Mm-hmm. I just also like saw enough videos from practice that morning to know that that track was not as gnarly as um like leo gang whatever that was two years ago now the root steep root sections like it wasn't as gnarly as that into a catch yeah i don't know man yeah it's a bummer it's a big bummer i don't think it's the way we want things going for our sport and if it Mm. if they're you know like you're saying like oh well aaron said it was for these reasons like why aren't we hearing these logical reasons come out in some sort of press you know Mm -hmm. because it just leaves people like us and fans and riders to that wedge gets driven further because there's all these unknowns Mm -hmm. huh yeah speculate exactly yeah because uh i listened to it was like dean lucas Mm -hmm. win and eddie talking about it yeah which was really good and they were talking about how the sweeper couldn't make it down the course and it's like well yeah the sweeper's not racing they're not a world cup racer so like it doesn't matter if they can't make it down the course the like Aris Van Leeuwen, um, the other girl from Colombia, and like some others were like having a jolly old time. Mm-hmm. Valentina was really said it was super. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, Valentina Rojo Sanchez. Um, yeah, apparently, like they said, it was sick. Like, they were having a good I mean, time. Did you did you see Dom Platt's helmet cam? I mean, mm-hmm. dog looked like he was gonna win, where other dudes were like walking. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, super. That's lame. Which would have made for a great broadcast. I know. Like, like that's the best part about mud races. Pump these numbers, race people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, guys. Uh, let's pump these numbers. Let's get the broadcast dialed in on these mud mm-hmm. races. Yeah, I mean, everybody that's- has their strong suits, and mud riding is one for some people. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why should we have to cater that to everybody? And it's mountain biking's always been all weather. That's like my biggest thing for me. I'm yeah. Like that's the coolest part about it is you have to be adaptable and able to adapt your riding style and your bike setup to different styles of riding and conditions. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So it makes it's one of the reasons downhill's so sick, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen once we get to Monsonan in October. Like yeah. what's their plan there? Or snowshoe. Like mm-hmm. snowshoes yeah, so I've, scary in the wet. I've raced snowshoes in the snow, mm-hmm. in the wet and snow and ice, and 
talk about scary. Like, <laughs> and that was October at snow in snowshoe. Like, was it really? Yeah, it was collegiate nuts. Collegiate nuts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was. Yep, it was. It was terrifying, but you know, oh, nice. We'll spray painted like. Yep. Was Dak there? Yep. That Dak was there the year before, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't you win collegiate nuts, Tanner? Yeah, I won. Dak, did you win collegiate nuts? No, I got smoked by Bill Kometz. Um. Mm. Yeah. I think he cool laid down a real. Real burner that day and put a hot one on me. That'll what skills with Phil is he no slouch on East Coast tracks. In general, <laughs> he is very quick, but back east, he is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I hope that they kind of back learn something. East. The uh, you know the team over there at Warner Bros. Discovery learned something. ESO, whatever it is. Yeah. However many acronyms we want to have. I don't actually but, get it. It yeah. all confuses me. <laughs> but yeah. hopefully they learn something this weekend and kind of learn that, you know, this sport is a it's rain or shine. It's not for the week. <laughs> and yeah, you don't cancel races unless it's like a tornado. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you just delay it. Mm-hmm. That's where that was what I kept thinking is this was Saturday, correct? That the junior race got canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like, why not just push it to Sunday and just push all of the stuff back? I'm sure that comes down to a broadcasting thing and the live, the live mm-hmm. aspect or a time slot, but okay. Then we just won't broadcast juniors this race or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like at the end of the day, their races and i would rather the racing happen before we start making adjustments for other things um yeah did it rain saturday after their practice did it rain like in the mm, afternoon and stuff it dried up and then rained about 4 30 in the afternoon like it does every day in the mountains yes yes <laughs> what a lot Crazy. of the time, like right when the top dudes drop and it rains. <laughs> it rains every yeah. time at that day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a statement. Just getting there. But hey, let me tell you, it definitely <laughs> wasn't it wasn't it wasn't raining on Sunday in Ludenville. I'll tell you that. It didn't rain. <laughs> yeah. I could have used a little, bro. Used a little. <laughs> Instead, I needed sunglasses. oh that's pretty funny uh, i know right it's just funny it's not no it's just i only say it because it's funny like it's dude but could you it was only funny could you imagine though loic at the top if it would have started raining again before his race run he would have freaking gone like full super bruni and been like ripping down the banners at the bottom (laughs) the homie would have been pissed Oh, ghost road man. ghost rides just super bike through the banners oh my goes, god goes hulk in the finish line the freaking diaper falls off oh. we finally get to see what's underneath <laughs> internet goes wild the crowd goes crazy uh, <laughs> so that's funny um well because they canceled racing for juniors quick results here of what ended up transpiring uh sacha ernest do. Sacha Ernest, uh, 
out. Technical difficulties. Zeus is really upset about our new place when anything walks outside. It's okay. Uh, Sacha Ernest takes her second World Cup win. Pretty sick for her first season. Arise Van Leuven was in second. Valentina Rose Sanchez was in third. Uh, quick, quick overall as we head into Leger coming up for the junior women's. Lisa Bullet is still in first after fourth this weekend. And we got ourselves a race here. We do. She has 235 points in first. Valentina is still in second with 225. And then Arise is in third with 220. And, uh, I still think Arise is going to keep climbing up and end up taking this in the end, but we'll see. Yeah. Still got three World Cups, which is pretty fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, Junior Men's. Freaking Stinky Pinky back on top. I will say it's a bummer we didn't get to race because you never know what would have happened, but I believe this was his third fastest qualifier in a row. Mm. So, you know. Sure, he got lucky with the win, but he has been very fast this year. Um, probably the bigger bummer from this weekend is Bodie Kuhn mm-hmm. fell in his qualifying run. It's on his Instagram if you go look it up, but definitely ate shit pretty hard in that really terrible right-hander that I have no idea how that thing lasted the whole weekend. Looked like it was moments away from sliding to the bottom. But uh, yeah, man, so with him falling and qualifying, he didn't get any points from that. He wasn't actually going to race, so it kind of worked out a little bit in his favor, I guess. But uh, he drops to second in the overall. Pinky, old Pinkerton, moves up to first. So series leader right now for the American. Pretty hyped. That's cool. Yeah. Wild. Um, all right. That's junior racing. Let's move on. Uh, only last note I wanted to comment on for the uh, – Industry Nine Buzz Report is Aaron commentating, dude. He was Aaron, Aaron in the booth. Aaron he was in so the booth. good. Yeah, it was epic. Dude. I mean, yeah. I will say most po- most racers they've had in the booth have been really good. Like shout out to Josh Carlson for his trackside mm-hmm. stuff he does with the broadcast. He's really good at. Elliot was good in the past. Uh, Reese was super good. Reese Wilson was great when they had him on a few times. Yep. I don't know how they can't find one of these types of riders who isn't currently trying to race to do the broadcasting. But uh, Aaron was rad. It was cool to see how genuine he was when people were having good runs. His like reaction to moments that seems like Rick and Cedric, their reactions aren't always super accurate. They're like overly animated for whatever reason, or they like don't see somebody just destroy a berm. <laughs> Where Aaron would be middle of a conference, like talking, and be like, "Oh damn, he hit that so fast!" And you're like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, he did. That was sick." <laughs> um, yeah, that was cool. I mean, rather see him racing, cool to see him hyping everybody up. Mm-hmm. All right, track talk. Get into our old Max's make or break section. Uh, we've hyped up this track quite a bit, but is there one section you think? Played a bigger factor than the rest, Dak. It seemed like it would be that one gnarly off camber. The river. The river. <laughs> What's that? Le river. <laughs> Le river. Was there a river? Uh, there was a there was a streak of water running down the track that caused some havoc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll scrubbed into it. Scrubbed yeah. himself off the track. Oh, uh, that's the the like whatever you want to call that big ass roller they made that 
shout the key to Edwards, he'd have tuck no hander over it. <laughs> but then that straightaway afterwards, like we're so that guy. river, the river ran down the straightaway, mm-hmm. around the corners, <laughs> and then drained into the bottom where Coulon's had a disaster. No way. <laughs> yeah. So huh, interesting. It was wet in practice there, but it was wet like all the way through the like the track was wet, so you didn't notice it as much. So everybody got used to that the track was drier and tackier, came over that roller, committed, and then couldn't get stopped for the corner. And then the water, like once your tires get wet, it got like pushed all the way through both of those corners and made them incredibly slippery and then dragged into the braking zone before the flat corner. That was mm. like lethal. Dude, so slippery. That explains that was, a lot. Mm, because yeah. a lot of people, like after that river straightaway, big ass right hander, 180 left, and then you kind of faded off like through the trees into yeah. that next flat right. And it, it was really hard on the broadcast to tell why so many people got sketchy in different ways, but it looked slick. Mm-hmm. So you'd hit the right, hit the left. And then it was like the track went through this section where it was like all these, um, not basketball, but like small watermelon, you know, the small watermelon size rocks. It was just a rock mm-hmm. pile. So they just got like drug out and moved out of the way. And it got down to like a base that had like a bunch of small rocks and some roots started coming out with a compression that was filled with roots that went into a right hand flat corner. So what happened was, when people came, came could you, I mean, obviously the right left was slippery, caused havoc. But when you hit the left, you didn't want to break there as much as you needed to. But so much water had got drugged through those corners and into that breaking zone that that whole right hand flat corner where the roots came out was incredibly slippery in comparison to the rest of the track. So you you got used <laughs> to what traction you had, and then it was like very lethal down there very slippery so that up to me mm. that was the maxis make or break section of the race due to the fact that we've seen the the race win decided there mm-hmm. we've seen several crashes um people going off track um but it was mm-hmm. just something that caught the best riders in the world out just due to the fact that that one section was so different than the rest of the track wild yeah, even in your run, you had some feet down through there. I mean, you weren't alone, but yeah, oh, to me, goose. I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was slippery than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh yeah, I hit that. I hit that right hander and slid on that root. I actually tried to hop the root a little bit and ended up still hitting it and getting all squirrely and almost put it in the tree. And I was like, oh no, man, give me, That's give gnarly. me home, give yeah, me home. Even in the in the women's race, which was noticeably more wet. Nina and Valley actually got spat to the left, like hmm. outside the yes. right, and they rode yep. outside of it and then got back into kind of wow. like where that slop was packing up. And it didn't look Breaking. like it was a very, um, like it wasn't a hard rut. It was more of like a slop no. pile. No, there was no, there was no rut. It was just like an off camber grass with with polished roots, flat corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the angle didn't really show it too well on the broadcast. Oh, where they went low. Yeah, it was like a slot pile. It was not good, and it was really off camber. You would have lost Mm -hmm. a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, not good, no. (laughs) So, 
not, not good. Uh, <laughs> overall, though, I think the track that definitely caught a lot of people out, but the track was great. The only thing that was really causing a lot of havoc too was um, the one berm was blow pretty blown, but it ended up the rut hardened up. I think later in the day once the sun came out, but um, do about that right hander yeah, after that straightaway. No, it was farther up. After the off-camber, there was like a, a long braking zone into a right-hander, and they had just kept repairing the berm I'm all week. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was pretty tough. Uh, right to but, a quick left? Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Seen a lot of... Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty tough. But in the, yeah. uh, in the GoPro run of Breeden following you from the first day of practice that we posted... I'm pretty sure in that you hop inside and I, re I like was half watching it, half trying to post it. And I was like, what was that? And I like went back. I'm like this freaking guy, man. Well, the corner that, was always like, on that next little shit. I know the corner <laughs> was only like a foot deep. Like it had no, like, cause it, it was, it was just not like, you know, when you mm -hmm. track walk something and you go, this is going to be a severe issue. Well, it was a severe issue. And, <laughs> Like that, we kept getting red flagged, and they were like trying to reshovel the berm during practice. And we're like, if you just let the line you blow out, we all know it. Yeah, if you just let, the, but it was like at the end of like a long breaking zone, and people were just yeeting themselves into the field. So it was an issue. <laughs> Doing no handers over the top of it. Yeah, the rut just went right over the corner. <laughs> it was awesome, and it oh, all funneled into the main line and just shot you off the track. And I'm like. <laughs> Next lap, everyone will know and not go there. Just yeah, leave it alone. Line, kept right inside. It. But because yeah. they kept rebuilding it and rebuilt it with slop mud, it was like really soft in the race run. And it was the only oh. real line there because it like had such a rut and you just hit it and just like, <gasps> but yeah, it was, dude, it was, that was, that corner was pretty lethal, but nobody crashed in it in the uh, main boys. So track was great. I thought it was super awesome. Um, I will say Friday, I had probably one of the better days I've ever had on my bike riding. It was like really, really fun. And I think the track raced great. It was challenging. Um, they did a ton of work on the track after the mud storm or the, the rainstorm and the mud debacle. And uh, yeah, it came around great on race day. It's sweet. Yeah, did the, the, that GoPro of Joe for following you was so sick like you were ripping like for a gopro video amount of comments and like i'm looking on youtube right now the thing got up to thirteen thousand views it's pretty solid or just a track preview you know but for you first run track preview dude your lines are i'm just so happy other people got to see that because that's what i remember following like five years ago when we were still racing and always just being like yeah i ain't got it like I don't got it like you do. <laughs> this is definitely a sign because Dakota's casually go like slapping the inside of corners that I'm cornering like G at the tail of my knee out, you know. <laughs> Much slower than G would do it. Oh. Uh, not trying not trying to steal his steez. But no, that was that that video was pretty absurd. Um well, oh what was was it super hard to ride the finish line jump to corner mm. that thing looks so tech bro that <laughs> drop people were breaking blowing their pedals off their bikes like blowing <laughs> up shocks like crank wow. arms were snapping like i literally went around it the whole first day because i didn't want my back to hurt 
Like <laughs> I swear. So it was like, like trampoline back. Yeah, you had to like it was so abrupt that you had to like nose in and let your fork take it so your bike wouldn't bottom out so hard. Jesus. Like yeah, it was like a story drop to fly into a right corner with a tech dirt jump. That was yeah, slippery. Dude, it looked like the way people in the race runs, at least for elite men, depending on how you hit that jump and how well you execute executed the corner was like half a second. Like some people yeah. for sure gain time, but a lot of people got they lost time. Yeah. Yeah. And I slipped the pedal and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like you. <laughs> well, actually I jumped far enough inside that it didn't matter, but I was mm. literally thinking about that. I'm like, I have to grease this last corner or else like, I'm going to lose a second and a half. I know. Yeah. I know. And I did not hit the right into the drop good either. And I landed off the drop and my bike bottom so hard. And I was just like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> trying to slow, put the anchor out, dude. Trying to slow the ship down. Oh. It seems it like they something. could have just made it off that, made that drop a bit better. And then just had to go straight into a finish corral. Literally. <sighs> like, we're just making it one big ass hip and you just land a landing through the line. There was there kind of a lot of things that like could be done. Foot out. Yeah. The foot out in the air was, you know, kind of sick. Not really mm -hmm. necessary, yeah, I don't think, but. I'm for it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It, it's different. Mm -hmm. I like just like the, the wall jump. Like it's different. Oh, yeah. The wall talked about wall it. Jump. Yeah. Wall jump was dope. That was a. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the highlight of the weekend from Vital Raz for sure. Was mm -hmm. who was it again? It wasn't Ronan Dunn. Chris, uh, Chris Cumming, Cumming, Cummings, <laughs> Cummings. I don't. I. I have. This is. I can't even believe I'm going to say this on live TV. <laughs> Joe Breeden was calling him Cum Dog. <laughs> Chris Cummings, <laughs> like to his face. I don't. I don't know if that's that's maybe the nickname the boys have for. Him. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like your nickname. Hey, watch it. That's actually a good point. <laughs> so um, Chris Cunning. Is his name Chris Cunningham? It's Cummings. I think it's Chris Cummings. C U M M I N G S. Is it not? It spells it out. Yeah. Brother, <laughs> brother, brother. And Ronan Dunn both like ended their weekends on the wall jump. Dude, yeah. Ronan Dunn already has a broken wrist, and he's like still Superman over the handlebars. And Cole went, did a front flip off of it, rolled oh, his that... tire going up it, and did a front oh, flip. I saw the uh, a sequence photos from that, but I couldn't tell where it was on the track. Yeah, it looked bad. He was like full out the front door, feet still clipped in, Tommy Hawking. Um, well, the wall jump, honestly, features like that are sick because we're talking about it. And it was neat to see how people approached hitting it because some people scrubbed it and looked just as fast as people jumping it. Some people jumping it looked really slow because they yanked and then bottomed out their brains on the landing. Um, mm -hmm. Jackson in, in his race run looked really fast. Like he hit, scrubbed it, and then landed, just planted. It was pretty cool. Did you ever jump it or? No, I almost cleared it in my race run, but no. Yeah, I was gonna say you in your race, race run, run, you landed right at like the edge of the berm. Uh, you know, as I get older, <laughs> you know, comes with age. 
Yeah, I'm good, dude. I I never even thought anybody would jump it, and then I heard Mateo hit it, and I was like, "You're like you're joking," and he, I mean, he's he's a mad dog. He did it. That whole team is full mad loose, dogs. Loose, loose team. Because mm-hmm. then Thomas is back at it, though. and yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, "All right, get the camera guy up there. We're gonna go film a segment on this thing." <laughs> cra- cra- crazy chicken went off of it. Yeah, <laughs> pull that, pull that loco. Okay. Uh, uh, I love it. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Yeah. Track was sick. Track was cool. I was, hope we go back was there it, next year. Was the race? Was it just me, or did uh, like, Valley look like she just stunned on everybody from a bike perspective? Bike was working. Bike was ripping. I feel like from the first race to now is totally different rider like the first race mm-hmm. even though like i think she was third or something the first race but she didn't look comfortable first race of the season and now she's just like stunting, stunting. she looks very Dude. calm yeah yeah in comparison to the start of the season where she looked probably i think i would say it was more enjoyable to watch like that sort of style at the beginning of the season where she was a bit looser and more aggressive, but now she looks fast and composed. I agree. Like bike setup looks shit's working for sure. Mm-hmm. She also yeah. was like, what, over a second back and then on the bottom half gained like two plus seconds. That's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah. And didn't really much she hit the last corner good either. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. The last, the last kind of section. She, she had a couple well. moments that weren't, that would make you think like, oh, it's still going to be close. And then, a split comes up and you're like, wow, she is really just carrying momentum everywhere. Mm-hmm. She has a lot more support. Like her bike pumps. Mm-hmm. It looks like it pumps really well. And it looks like when she lands off big drops, like it barely uses any travel and, and just keeps like GL mm-hmm. really well. Where I think that, that um, Nina actually looks like maybe stronger, like maybe mm-hmm. not as aggressive, but like a stronger stance on the bike, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like she has the same amount of support that Valley does. Like from an aspect of like when she hits things hard, even though I think Nina is like really strong, maybe stronger than Valley, mm-hmm. she just, the the bike doesn't hold up as well when she hits stuff really hard. Mm-hmm. You see it go um, into, it seems, into her more. See, yeah, and it seems like that energy gets transferred into the rider quite a bit more, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was was really interesting. And and I think maybe that that's where she's lacking the aggression that Valley has, even though she's just strong. But overall, I think it was a yeah. really good race race to watch between those two. And then mm-hmm. uh, obviously, um, uh, Marine looked good. Phoebe, Phoebe yeah. was ripping. Phoebe, Phoebe was ripping. <laughs> Phoebe. Dude, for sure. Phoebe on the gas, dog. <laughs> on that Instagram video. He says Phoebe. <laughs> uh, Nina does have like her knee injury too, which could be part of that, like mm-hmm. the energy transfer. I mean, yeah, maybe it's mm-hmm. it's shifting the way she's weighted over the bike to compensate. Yeah, a little more over the front, mm-hmm. maybe, and not like soaking things up with her leg, her legs as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marine rode the bottom section very well. Mm-hmm. She was, yeah, I think she was like a bit further up in the bottom than most of the other riders. Yeah, as I say, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she had the fastest two bottom splits, basically like the last almost minute. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's 
it is cool comparing the writing styles of Valley and Nina, especially because it is turning into a season of them battling it out. And it's like two ways to an end sort of a thing. You know, they're, they're unique in their own ways. They're both really fast. They're both pretty like strong on the bike compared to some of the other ladies. So it is really cool. Um, yeah. Then fifth place, Lisa Bowman or Bauman. Yeah. Uh-huh. She, it's her second season racing downhill. Yeah, I forget her Crazy. story. Was she an enduro racer? Was I that her? She was a cross country racer. I what? think she might have had a cross country podium, like as a U twenty three or something. Wow, that's wow. incredible. Yeah, like a few years ago. <laughs> like, wow. Looking on the old roots and rain, uh, in twenty twenty one, she did a full XC season of World Cups. <laughs> And no in, way. And in 2022, she did a mix of EWSs and World Cup downhills. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what I believe her. Wasn't she already up there at another? She had an eighth uh, earlier this year. So yeah, dude, to get a fifth is really insane. What is? I forget that Cami, like Cami Blanche, missed her this weekend, dude. But like, she has not been racing that long. <laughs> And her results sheet is ridiculous. Like it just yeah. goes zero to first place, you know, <laughs> like just on the roots and ranch, just FTCs dude. everywhere. Uh huh. There's some very impressive ladies that come out of like other disciplines dude, also, or sports. That team seems like it came out of nowhere. The Lesores, uh, Commons mm-hmm. team. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like they're pretty stacked. Like I don't know how these Commons teams do it. I know, dude. There's so many of them. They're all stacked. Max has just got all of his little teams out there, you know? Because we were just talking about impressive. the IC Studios team. Like, that team is so sick. I know. <laughs> well, because that's pretty much like Comets All 100%. Yeah. Just morphed into that, which I'm like assuming it's more of an in house Comets All thing. Uh, yeah. Marketing team. Yeah, dude. It's a sicko team. It seems that yeah. way, but I think that's mostly Vittoria. Like, a common song really? in Vittoria. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Them boys is putting it on. The old Mazas? That the we're talking Mazas, about? Dude. Mazas? Dude. Hey, the boys are ripping on the Mazas. <laughs> boys are Old Maseratis. <laughs> They're hitting it. Calm down, calm down. We can't. We're we got matches here. High Lord twos are still the sickest tire ever made. <laughs> we're gonna get that sticker made. <laughs> it's gonna have no Max's branding ah. on it, but it'll just be like that, and then it'll say dash Tanner or dash T step. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Is that, is that do we need to cover any more women's racing? I don't think so. No, I think that pretty well does it. Over here, I'll do Going going into Leger, Valley is leading Nina by 444 points, which is a pretty good margin. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. It's kind of Valley's to lose, Nina's to take at this point. Um, I mean, this weekend, there's some cool stuff to talk about, but some bummer stuff to talk about from the men's race, starting with old Benny B, dude. Benoit, fastest qualifying fastest in semis was definitely on it in his race run before falling and it's just like that dude's time feels so overdue for a race win i mean it worked out worked out for our boy dak here but it's still it's still a bummer when somebody like that like 
he was having a weekend. He would have been the first one, as Aaron pointed out, to win all three. So I'll point out on the weekend, the king of Pliny, BC. I had fully <laughs> accepted that he was going to beat me, and then he was sliding, and I was like confused. <laughs> I was like, dude, I the, the 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 wheel was spinning. Like I was loading. I was like, I can't believe because he he's riding so buffering. well, dude. Yeah, dude, I was buffering. I I was just like. I was like, dang, he is ripping. And I was like, he's on the ground. Like, yeah. might I really that, just see this happen? King of Planey on the ground in a flat corner? What? In a flat corner? Yeah. He was going very fast. Dude, he was shredding. Shredding. And he was- never looks like it. Dude, he never looked fast in practice. He was just cruising around. Ripping the silent giant, you just yeah, dude. You don't really, you don't really take note of them, and then all of a sudden you see the result sheet, and you're not surprised, but you're like, you see a, you see a set of elbows out, dude. See a set of elbows out, the big ass Renthal bars, and he's gone. gone, Elbows, Benny Cool's just out there, just doing it. Benny Cool J, Benny Cool, Uh, yeah, yeah, that was coming. I think Leger, I think I might have actually picked him as my Leger win because after a weekend like this, I could see him doing what Loic did this weekend after Andorra, you know, where, where Loic was so fast in Andorra and then got screwed by the rain and then shows up this weekend and takes the win. Revenge run. Yeah, dude. Revenge run. Those Frenchies are such good racers. They don't, they don't get set back. They just get more motivated and (laughs) kind of, it was also crazy is Loic wins becomes the points leader because Finn has that stupid swerves between the poles in his race run and gets DQ'd. Yeah. And uh, Loic becomes the fifth winner in five races this season. Mm-hmm. Pretty nuts, man. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the old scrub crank flip. Yeah. yeah. Save that shit for A-line, Finn. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that, uh, did we talk about that before we were recording? Might be too soon. Too soon yeah, I think sorry. we were talking about joking. that. Yeah, he's not going to be able to ride A-line this year because uh, racing goes into October. So, Dang, that actually sucks. Closing I'm... time in Whistler is the best time. Unfortunately, um, we don't get late season laps. That's true. No, we were talking, I was talking crap before we pressed record on just the dumbest rule is that you have to enter where you exit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, Finn loses the race with that mistake he should still be able to finish the race. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just the the whole, like, you can't gain an advantage thing. I don't know. It would have took him well over three minutes to hike back up there and go back to the poles. He would have had somebody put a pass on. I think he knew, like, he's like, listen, I just blew through those. By the time I hike up there, it's over anyways. I'm just going to ride home. Because he definitely went way slower. He knew. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he just... Sort of ghost rid that ghost ridden that freaking spaceship off into the woods and said, Pack it up, I'm going home. Another one taken by the river. Yeah, I think there should be, like we talked about earlier, it should be a time penalty. Yeah. Not a yeah, not a full DQ. Like because five, five seconds. seconds is you know, he may be straight lining that. If you were even gonna gain any time, mm-hmm. it would be like point one five, point two seconds, yeah. Maybe like yeah, dude, but, for sure. Or like maybe the UCI can just do a little bit of work on the weekend and just assess it situation by situation. Mm-hmm. Like 
look at what happens and then just be like, hey, we're going to put a three-second penalty on this. There's a 15-minute petition for any riders, team managers to come complain about it. Yeah. You know, or like, I don't know. Like, that doesn't seem I don't think weird. anyone, yeah. I anyone think they should have just gave them behind. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it gets 30th. Like, you'll get some points, but like, it's better than a DQ because DQ is zero points. Mm-hmm. And that's easy math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, Luca got shafted by that as well. Luca Shaw, and he got off his bike, went for a little hike mid race run check out the countryside and ended up for sure in last place probably. He got 26th still. See? Yeah, 20, 26th, not bad. Yeah. But he definitely... I, would, I wonder what his lost time was having to hike back up and like... Oh, for sure like 20 seconds, 15 at least. He was... After the crash, like not even taking into account the crash or whatever. It looks Perfect. like it was probably roughly, yeah, 10 seconds, 12 seconds. And then you got to start from zero and keep moving again. It's a dumb one. We can go ahead and update that for next year if they are even going to So, guys, we're already changing. We've already made a lot of changes this year, <laughs> yeah. so let's just add another one on. Uh, listen to here. We're coming in live from B-Practice Podcast. We're going to start making some changes to the rule book. Free consulting. <laughs> Don't don't even thank us. It's okay. Yeah. Happy to do it. You, you can hire us for consulting. I mean, we can. Yeah. Or if you want to pay us, that'd be great too. We have services. We will to take offer. your money. I have about I don't even know how many thousands of dollars the UCI could pay me before I'd be at zero for all the money I've given them. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, scrolling through here a little bit. Shout out Lori Greenland in third. That's a good yep. result for him for this year. Moves him up in the overall a little bit. Remy Tyrion, fifth place, oh, dude. Right. Let's go. So sick. sick. When yeah. was the last time Giant had a podium finish? Know. 2020. It's a long time ago. Was it 2020? 2020. Uh, that was in a mud, in a that mud was, race, uh, I'm sure. 2020 was him in Maribor, but he was still, was he still on, on Common Sol. Was it Common oh. Yeah, he was still on Common Sol, I believe. Um, yeah, see. man. That was sick to see. He is – they were talking on the broadcast about oh, his yeah. – crazy injury he had in Leo gang, however many years ago that was now, that was a big one to come back from. And just to, yeah, dude, people like that, where you're like, see him back on the podium. You're like, this is crazy. You've been doing this for so long. Like fucking props. dude. He's an OG and he rips his style. So sick. And he's kind of like Aaron. dude. So he came down before me too. He came down fully in the, in the wet, like, and laid one down. Which is sick. Dude. Yeah. Remember his like He's 2016 or was it 15 worlds run at Andorra? Mm. He mm-hmm. was just in the steeps and the wet, the mud. Mm-hmm. He's good at Legend that. It's unreal. unreal. Yeah. Where unreal. is he from? Is he from somewhere vertical? He's from, no, he's from, uh, yeah, the grass. Really? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the place that's just like hillsides and stuff? Yeah, dude. A lot of grass. Yeah. He's the old slime rider. Slime. He's good. <laughs> He's a slime uh, rider. Yeah. Well, that's uh, Hopefully, he builds on that. Mm-hmm. Um, got some I mean, things here. We got the the onion. Frida's teammates. Yeah, uh, third, dude. Third team of the day. They went nine ten. What? Oh, yeah. So sick. Third. Yeah. 
Yeah, Piron up there in the top ten again. Jeez, Ethan Crank backs up the top tens. Yeah, mm -hmm. there was a whole group of riders that are names you're not used to seeing as high up as they were. Except that if you go look on their roots and rain, you realize they've been trending towards these results. It's just cool to, you know, we cut everything down to thirty. You're like, oh, are we just gonna be watching the same people every weekend? And so refreshing to see, yeah, all those dudes, Ethan Craig. Oliver Davis, Antoine Perron, um, Max Hartstern, like all those dudes, pretty dope. Keeps it fresh. Dude, um, the, just in the top 30 alone, there was a lot of yeah, a few different names. A lot of low or uh, higher number plates. I mean, Dylan, Dylan yeah. Lesk in sixth, yeah. David Palazzari in seventh. I think that was both of those, their best results. That's cool. Um, for them. Yeah, man. It's... Uh, it's kind. Of, it, it was pretty interesting how that got switched. I guess a lot of those top dudes, quite a few, did go down, and that that plays a big factor. But uh, yeah, man, I I love the. That's my that's my biggest hate on semifinals is that it just lessens the chance of actually being a rider who's on the come up getting through. So sick to see dudes like that that are just slowly building because you click on any of their names in Roots and Rain, you go back three or four years, they were like back of the pack fillers you know i can almost mm -hmm. guarantee any of those dudes have had like a season of really figuring it out i mean dakota like you you did that you know what i mean like so yep yeah pretty sweet um well i'll run through the overall maybe we just kind of close this thing out dude uh do we mention tebow's freaking no hander uh, i guess i kind of mentioned it earlier but yeah that was a uh, homie can take a hit Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So he, uh, when they picked his bike up, you could tell his bar was broke. And for a moment, I was like, did he just hit a compression so hard his bar snapped off? But no, somehow he like, I don't even know how you, with how strong he is, how he even lets go of the handlebars. Like, yeah. Um, and then his bike just like goes under the garage door kind of thing, just slides <laughs> it under there. <laughs> like, yeah. Never to be seen again. <laughs> he gets up acting like he doesn't have a concussion like where's my bike and i'm like you need to sit down <laughs> sorry and then he gets back on it with the one hand the brake and the one oh hand. my goodness he just uh quinn kurtz it down to the bottom <laughs> uh oh, yeah man he but, uh i'm not gonna wait what did you point out so, about the women's broadcast so in the women's broadcast monica harashnik's run rick monica pulls a tear off or roll off near in the top section where it's kind of flatter and rick goes oh yeah we probably won't be seeing tebow deprella taking his hands off today because he's like known for doing a little finger flex and like taking mm -hmm. his hands off at yeah. Soul. he's like he won't you won't be doing that in the bottom section <laughs> what do you know a couple hours later gosh <laughs> tebow's yeah. ejecting the hands dude just shot out of a cannon yeah, that was rough. Thank God he got up. I don't, it seems like one of those ones that we're going to get an Instagram post the next day that's like, I'm actually hurt. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be at Leger. I sure hope not. But like, dude, that was such a big hit. If you watch the replay to like his side, especially, I mean, it looks, sounds like that burn was pretty soft. It had a lot of moisture in it. He might have got lucky from that, but it didn't yeah. look like he really, like, his head didn't stop. Yeah, so, like, that was true. the good thing. Is kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he's his wrist is not great. Yeah, 
that was wild. You know, Very he's wild. a he's a SoCal Speed Team athlete from the European chapter. So, hate <laughs> to see it. <laughs> he sponsored SCST. Yeah, he's going. You guys are that global. We've gone global, dog. We got we got Brooke McDonald in the Southern Hemisphere chapter leader, and then wow. <laughs> yeah, we've got Tebow. Wow. Yeah. You need like Brogge or somebody. God, That'd be a know. hard. That's a hard sponsorship to grab onto. Yeah. Well, Brogge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right. He'd he'd be rolling around in a white T-shirt in the mud, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That dude's so intimidating. Oh. He looks like he's like like a fifty year old Viking, and he's like twenty thirty. Here's the shit. Yeah. He is so hesh. Like, definitely plays Norwegian death metal, black metal, mm-hmm. and hangs out mm-hmm. at the bowl, at the skate park, at the pool coping, <laughs> elbow eating... scooter kids. This is getting off the rails. Let's <laughs> read the overall going into Leger. Loic goes into first, man. Eighty two points. Over Finn, who drops a second. My notes here made did not make sense. Uh, Jackson drops a third. Loris holds on to fourth after kind of a crappy weekend for him. I think he finished like 14th, 15th, or something. And then uh, Tebow, third to fifth. Kolb in the sixth still. Lori jumps from 10th to seventh. So, Dak, would you end you're jumped up to 13th? Yeah, Dak had a bit of a jump this weekend. Yeah, man. Like almost 10 spots. Are you protected? 20- 22 to 13, dude. Let's go. Little P, I'm into the semi. Yeah, little P. I'll see you in semifinals. <laughs> well, that's good. So, it feels like it's been years since you've been there, but yeah. It's only been since the beginning of the season. Yeah. Well, you're really good at having like that one result early on in the year that kind of blows your protected status, and you're climbing back all all season. Getting really good at that, aren't I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here you, you know, it, you know, maybe I could just bang off another good result, and then I'd be, you know, in the big top key. ten and running. But I still Let's wouldn't do be it. big P. But it'd be sick to get in the top ten. We're gonna do that. Just just do it this weekend. It's super easy. Yeah, just yeah. just go do it. You just yeah, did it yeah. last weekend. Just do it again. Yeah. Well, yeah. you learned yeah. uh we learned something this weekend. Pedaling. There's pedals on a bike for a reason. <laughs> In the chain. You think you're funny? You think you're funny? <laughs> Jack learned how to chilling, pedal this dude. weekend. Yeah. I can't <laughs> give you shit. Book. I can't give you shit because you actually had fast upper splits for once. So listen. It's because it was a BMX I've, track up there, but yeah, I know. I pedaled hard. I did pedal. I pedaled. I really did it. I was just, I was thinking about Aaron just saying, go get him up there. And I was just, just going. I was just trying to get him. <laughs> <laughs> I was that dude on the flats, like, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> <laughs> trying to have that dog, dog in him, you know? <laughs> Right yeah, my, do- my, my dog is walking over here with that look of like, I'm going to get him. I'm like, you need to know you to calm down. You are inside a home with a locked door. Stop it. All right. No. Moving on. Moving on. Love. Love. Yeah. Where we highlight somebody who had a sick ass weekend. And this one feels good. I don't even need to, well, we don't, well, we don't need to discuss it. Um, yeah. After. Well deserved. After a great weekend in Andorra, but was helped out a little bit with the rain, our boy Dylan Maples came back, 
Uh, Eighth place in qualifying, 21st in semifinals, 22nd in finals. Homie wins the award, hands down. Um, pretty pretty dope, dude. Like, I think Aaron kind of put it best on the broadcast, which is what we've sort of been saying all year, is like, didn't really know this this kid had it in him. You know, like, kind of came out of nowhere. And it it's ramped up like that for sure. Dude, Just a little bit yeah. of confidence, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's – it definitely – yeah, that was a – good track for him steep mm-hmm. like off camber he rides a lot of that stuff in the winter you know and yeah it seems like he's been getting kind of coming into form throughout the year i know he started out doing some enduro races this year mm-hmm. so maybe that uh it's helping with the pedaling a little mm-hmm. fitness and then, yeah dude right i mean it's we did a um usdh rider profile on him i think that was like the start of last year like i believe it was before his first world cup season or he did junior so it was before his elite world cup first year and uh him just talking about like wanting to get stronger in the fitness and all that that like takes a lot of time and like putting together a full race run is so exhausting but to do it in the top 30 like you can't be getting tired it's not an option anymore like you are putting in full runs consistently. And uh, yeah, I was just super impressed to see him back up last weekend. And then all three race runs this weekend, he had solid results. So yeah, man, it's pretty dope. Yeah. And it's just him and his mom, I guess, traveling. Cause I saw on the uh, wind TV, they talked to him. Oh, cool. And then he has like the neutral support from Commons Hall. Right. Yeah. Cause he's a Commons Hall USA rider. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Yeah, man. Well, I don't think he's Commons All USA. Was he not? Uh, he's. I think he's Commons All USA, not Commons All Schwalbe. Mm, okay. That was the team he was on last year. Yep, that makes sense. Was yep, with, got it. With Dooley. Yep. I think he's privateering for the most part, yeah. other than the yeah. neutral support. Yep. Sick. Well, I, I will say that it was it was dusty in qualifying, so he had that du- that SoCal speed. <laughs> Team Norcal had the SoCal speed. Dang. Yeah. It's yeah. so, a little rivalry uh, with Team Norcal. <laughs> yeah, Team Norcal had the SoCal speed. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know he was Norcal. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but it I was mean, dusty, you know? Yeah. But he also backed that speed up in, in when it was wet in the semi, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. very consistent in finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, I'll head up Dylan, get him his 200 bucks. Our, our, well, go. closing and this thing out, man. Old Les Gets, baby. Les Gets. Les Gets. That's one of my favorite memories when I first found the mountain biking is watching a neural disorder. And Leger used to have a drop off of a sign that said Leger. Yeah. And as like a fifth grader, I was like, dude, this Les Gets place looks so <laughs> sick. And I easily was like, racing full-time by the time i realized that connection because you'd heard like leger but i never saw it written down for a while apparently anyways so you're getting it yeah we're getting it we're getting it in leger uh world last year a bunch of frenchies won and you like my my orange here and uh she's won world last year yeah it's a sweet track the crowd's always good i don't know what's your thought legit it's a legit track. I heard they had the diggers out on the top half, so mm-hmm. hopefully we'll see some cool stuff. Um, hopefully they don't 
they didn't have any lunch beers and everything's pretty nice and consistent and not weird and it looks like the weather's going to be pretty good so uh that's good yeah, so the race exciting, will happen yeah. yeah and this is like a huge effort for the people that don't know this is a massive mountain bike destination in europe mm-hmm. like it's like whistler of europe so it's uh it's usually has awesome crowds and it's mm-hmm. um really good racing the french usually do really well i'm looking to hopefully upset that you know we don't want to get in there and mix it up just rub just just get them elbows out yeah you know and, benoit uh, does he's already got yeah one. i know king king of Plainy, dude king of Plainy. uh <laughs> nobody rides an off camber like him i'll tell you that right now he's got them ankles dog he's got foot pressure <laughs> he's tipsy he's tiptoeing in his jordans down there down the off camber never seen anything like it so we're we're hoping that my my days on the planey will uh will uh pay off and i did go ride some of the track i don't know how they're gonna tape it but uh i think there's gonna be some big compressions um and the bottom looks like it's super open again and uh wide open so super like there'll be lots of good viewing I think it'll be good. I think the track will be good. I'm excited to see what they have for us. Bottle yeah. Ross should be sick. Yep. I will say one note from last weekend is the coverage of the weekend was like actually exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I would say throughout the weekend, like I'll the, give it to the Raws, the track Sleeper coverage, Co. Sleeper Co's mm-hmm. video was real mm-hmm. sick. If you haven't watched yeah, that. That's like that if you haven't seen it, that's like the dirt shark of downhill at the moment. They're uh yeah. they're doing like world cup recaps that have a lot of awesome content so definitely mm-hmm. check that out watch mm-hmm. the vital raw you know yep you don't gotta tell people maybe maybe get a one lap with dak this weekend again yeah well, oh yeah there's definitely gonna be joe Green's and dak queued up for the one lap yeah we're ready we're ready for that the joe and dak show i'll try to do my best to keep that entertaining um I think I murdered. If you haven't seen the one from last week, I did murder a man. I roosted a corner and murdered a man. <laughs> it's pretty gold. <laughs> uh, the rumor has it he's still laying up there. He's still, <laughs> he's still digging himself out. Uh, they're still unburying him. So watch my first lap. Um, hopefully, I don't stack or something. You know, I've hyped it up now. Two for the beat. But I. Yeah, dude. I think it's good. We're in a good place. Um, I think that the Frenchies are really going to step up. What you boys' is, uh, predictions? I got mine written down in there. I'm going to kick it off. I got Loic for the win, Benny Cool for second, and Loris for third. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going oh. Marine, wow. Cabaroo for the win in women's, and then Valley and Monica. It's very French. Yep. So you're putting me in fourth, right? Like. Yeah, well, see, I figured out that I I don't want to put too much pressure on you, so uh, you know I I don't have I, I kind of keep you off my top three predictions. So then you like you got that dog in you, and you want to like you go underdog on it, <laughs> upset <laughs> us here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. You know what? We didn't do predictions for this race. I don't think we did. I thought we did. I'd have to go back and listen. I think Dakota's okay. frozen right now. I was going to say when he was talking about the mountain bike destination, this is like such a big destination that they have decent Wi-Fi and Dakota was actually on video the entire time. Yeah, we jinxed it. He just <laughs> exited the chat. Well, I was going to hype him up because I got him in third for this weekend behind Loic and Tebow. 
I think Debo's going to find a hole together, assuming he has two wrists and put it to everybody. And then I got yeah. Valley Nina Marin. I think Valley's just she's just got that little edge on Nina right now, unless she crashes or something happens. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, should be should be interesting. Um, yeah. Dang, I wanted to ask Dak what it's like having this many races back to back because this will like if he's getting tired or yeah three. Well, I mean, if you count worlds, I guess it's true. There but there was, was like, a week like break. There was more than that. There was like, was there more? I think it was just a week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. So, well, Dakota seems to not be here anymore, so we'll close this thing out. Um, I guess it was two weeks off. All right. Yeah. Well. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Be Practice Podcast. Shout them Axis Berg Tech Industry Nine for their support. We will see everybody after Leger. I was thinking in my head, I was, it's <laughs> because I have worlds written down here because this is just a copy and paste at Google Doc. <laughs> we will see everybody after Leger next week. After Les Gets. Yeah. All right. Have a good weekend. Toodaloo. Peace. <laughs>